You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody, it's One Click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast today. So glad to have you here. So, today, I have a dream interview for you. It's a dream interview for me. When I say his name, it's not like you're gonna be like, oh, I read his books and he's so famous in the online marketing world. That's not the case. Why is this a dream interview? Is because I was searching high and low for someone to come and tell us a online marketing story about where they really struggled with online marketing, but they put their whole heart and wallet into online marketing. And it may not have worked right off the bat. I've been searching for this person because I wanted to learn lessons from him. I would say more often than not in online marketing, most of my customers and people out there are struggling. They see these Facebook ads of these make a million dollars online, all these ads, and who knows if we can believe them or not, but I see those going across my Facebook, I think all of you do too, and you decide to jump into online marketing and it just doesn't produce results. And I wanted to learn from my guest what we can do to like prevent that from happening. So I found Mr. Thomas Mjolnes from iTrekkers.com. So iTrekkers is essentially a really cool business located in Florida where if you don't know how to go camping and you or you don't know how to go like deep sea fishing, Thomas will grab you or his company anyway, will grab you by the hand and help you experience this. You and your family can go have like a dream vacation in Florida camping, even if you don't know anything about Florida or camping. So super cool business, it should have worked. However, Thomas put his whole heart and soul into online marketing and he is about a year in and he spends over 40,000, I'm whispering it because it's a lot of money, $40,000 a month on online marketing and it's just now, a year later, starting to produce results. So before you throw your hands up and say, well, I don't have $40,000 to spend on online marketing and I don't have a year to wait, I'm out. Listen to this interview with Thomas. He teaches us some valuable lessons that will hopefully give you a little bit of a shortcut to succeeding in online marketing. So I thank Thomas for coming on because he really shared a lot of stuff. Like a lot of business owners would be somewhat embarrassed to say, yeah, I put in that much money and it wasn't working. Or yeah, I was silly and made XYZ mistakes. So thank you, Thomas, for coming on. Before we hop over to that interview, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Traffic and Leads Membership Program. Hop over to trafficandleadsmembership.com, $49 a month. Will you get a private Facebook group where you can talk to me and my team about any online marketing issues that you're having from SEO to Facebook to landing pages? It's pretty awesome. You also get tons of free trainings and a once a month phone call that you can ask anything you want with me. It's pretty awesome. Trafficandleadsmembership.com. One of the questions that was asked is, hey, one click, do I have to do a double opt-in on my email? And before I tell you what the answer was, let me explain to everybody what a double opt-in is. So when you go to someone's website and they have an irresistible offer, we'll call it a PDF, the website visitors essentially put in their name and their email address and say, yep, send me that PDF. Well, most email programs and protocol in the online marketing world, so like your MailChimps, your Infusionsofts, those kind of programs and 
professionals in online marketing will say, before you send these people a PDF, you actually need to send them an email that says, Hey, before I send you this PDF that you requested, I really need you to verify your email address. So they send an email, you click on it, and then right after you verify your email address, then another email comes in with the PDF you requested. That is called a double opt-in versus a single opt-in where that whole step about verifying your email address is ignored. So why a double opt-in? First of all, it makes your email list so much more valuable because it's clean and it's full of people who actually want to hear from you. Do you really want people on your list that aren't willing to click a stupid link in order to verify their email address? No, because when you go and sell something or you put out your awesome content, they're not going to buy it anyway because they're completely checked out. So why double opt-in? It makes your list so much more valuable because it's full of people who want to hear from you. And not only that, those email marketing companies where you're actually running your list and managing your list, they kind of require it. There's ways around it, but all in all, they pretty much require it. So why double opt-in? Because it makes your list more valuable. I'd way rather have a list of 500 people that are waiting for my emails and respond to my emails and buy my stuff than a list of 100,000 people that could care less you know, if I'm sending an email or not. So that's why you double opt in. You got to do it. Keeps your lists from being full of so much spam. So there you go. So without further ado, let's bring on Thomas Mielnes from iTrekkers.com and listen to his lessons in online marketing. Hey, Tom, welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast. Thanks for coming on today. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Sure. So before we dive in to your story, why don't you tell everybody your company name, a little bit about your company and like a history? Yeah, it sounds great. So um, our company name is iTrekkers, I-T-R-E-K-K-E-R-S. And what we are is we're an outdoor adventure company. And uh, we're in the business of making memories uh, for individuals and families, friends, groups, whoever, in the great outdoors. And we're uh, basically, we do paddling, fishing, camping, and hiking adventures, all guided throughout the state of Florida today. Wow, that's really cool. So what, when did you start this business? Uh, we The first platform went live December of 14, which was a heinous, disgusting mistake. Nice. Uh, and uh, we had to go back to the drawing board and uh, relaunched in April of 15 and really didn't see much growth until uh, September of 15 is when we really started going. And are you growing and successful now? Uh, we are growing. I wouldn't call us successful yet. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, if you don't mind, may I ask what happened with that first launch, that first iteration? The first iteration uh, is a product of my complete lack of knowledge in the technology space in UI UX, as well as coding. So I made mistakes when it came to picking my marketing partners, my coding partners due to that lack of knowledge. And so, you know, the first iteration was not at all customer focused. It was more focused on the current user, not the future user that we wanted. Uh, you know, we like we would let people pick all the way down to the type of fish they wanted, uh, you know, the boat size they wanted, et cetera. So it, it, it kind of drove analysis paralysis. Uh, and it also, oh. went, yeah, yeah. So from a decision making standpoint, we weren't getting kind of the click throughs that we needed. We weren't getting uh, people actually booking. And so, so that was in and of itself a problem. 
you know, secondly, it also wasn't kind of targeting our, our, the actual people that we want to target, which are those with limited outdoor experience who, uh, have wanted to do something outside, don't really know where to go or how, or how to do it. And I've been very hesitant, um, since they haven't trusted anyone, uh, to provide them with awesome experiences at the right value. And that's really what we're about. Wow. That's really cool. Okay. So it does seem like prime, like a prime real estate, prime way. Online marketing seems like a really good way for you guys to get customers. So you're telling me you've kind of struggled with that. So can you kind of dive into the different kind of things that you've tried and yeah, just dive in. For sure. So, you know, uh, obviously online marketing is really, and has been the only way we've attempted to market what we viewed as an internet company, especially in the beginning. So we're talking pay-per-click ads, uh, Facebook ads, organic social uh, SEO pushes with content, you know, mills, driving content, uh, trying to get our SEO rankings up, played around with, uh, you know, banner ads and partnerships and affiliate marketing across the web. Wow. Uh, so, you know, like basically if there's, if there's a traction channel out there that involves digital marketing, we've been in it and have been working through that. Uh, since since the beginning, for sure. <laughs> wow. Well, let's talk, if you don't mind, my, one of my favorite topics is Facebook ads. So Facebook ads seems like, you know, a really good way for you guys to get customers. Tell me how that went. Facebook in the beginning was, was really hard because we didn't really understand what type of audiences we needed to create on Facebook in order to really drive the biggest bang for our buck. The other issue that that we personally have, and now we've gotten a lot better, but Facebook traffic is mostly mobile and our site is pretty heavy uh, mm-hmm. on mobile. And so we, it is mobile optimized and all that stuff. But if you go to our site, you know, itrackers.com, you'll realize that we have a lot of picture, a lot of video. You know, we haven't actually created a purely mobile version, stripped down, streamlined version. And so still today, our bounce rate on mobile is astronomical when it comes to Facebook. You know, we got about an 85% bounce rate today on our Facebook ads. Now it's better than it was. We were at about a 95% bounce. Uh, so we're definitely getting better when it comes to the Facebook stuff. I'd say another difficulty is that Facebook is really, at least for us, you know, we're talking four or five, $600, $1,000 for an adventure. And that's not something someone buys on a whim. No. Facebook, the, the, the way that we're using it today, it's kind of a top of funnel, top of mind type deal. It allows us to gain exposure to people who we then remarket aggressively via cookies to try to bring them back to the site. And then after that, you know, we kind of work them through the funnel, try to try to get their emails and eventually close them. Wow. So what is your so what kind of ads are you running today? Are you just trying to get email addresses of people who are interested today and then do email marketing to them? Or what does your ads look like today? So we have a multitude of different types of ads based on customer segment as well today. Uh, We have ads that are specifically highlighting one type of activity. So like a bow fishing ad, for example, we offer bow fishing in Tampa Bay, Florida, uh, through one of our guides. And so we have directly been marketing that. We also have a shark fishing ad for the state of Florida, where we're directly targeting people both in and out of Florida looking to come to Florida who are maybe interested in shark fishing. So we have, you know, We've done the carousel ads. We've done just the image ad. We've done the video ads. And depending on which market segment we're targeting to, certain varieties of ads work better. 
And are you, so I'm still having a hard time deciding if you are finding the success you're looking for on Facebook. Is it producing clients for you? It is not producing any direct sales. I think we've only wow. had like three in the last three months. That said, as a portion of acquisition, it has played a role in bringing people back to us as in one of the many steps. So Facebook for us directly um, is not a winner per se. But as part of the overall holistic marketing strategy, uh, it has proven useful. Yeah. Wow. Uh, can you tell us in general how much you spend on Facebook marketing a month? Uh, right now, we're spending between five and $8,000 a month on Facebook marketing. Wow. And how's your email list? Can you tell us? Is it, do you have a, a fairly healthy email list? No, we don't. So um, we got started late in the email game. Um, we never really built that out until the last four months. Now we have a full, full scale, 12 point drip campaign. Nice. Um, you know, we've got, you know, we've figured it out now, but you know, we need emails in order to actually get people to come back that way. So as a traction channel for us, email marketing is one of our priorities, but I'd say it's probably the less developed of those traction channels today. Awesome. Um, how is the drip campaign going? Like, has anyone been calling off of that? Can you tell uh, me anything about that? For sure. You know, I, we're, you know, a typical response rate to an email industry wide, I think it's around 2%. Like, we, like we're probably at a 5% right now. You know, we just launched the drip three weeks ago. So it's still oh, er, early it's a baby. On. Yeah, yeah. It's, st- it's still early on. I mean, you know, email was big for us when someone does a booking. We have all, you know, confirmations and yada, yada, yada. So, so we've, we've had the basic, you know, the basics, you know, we're now getting really ready to go full fledged. So we've got new pop-up ads right now. And then, you know, exit offers on the site saying, Hey, entered to win a free trip. We just declared our first free winner uh, last week. And so that's picking up steam as people are like, Oh, wait a second. That, you know, this is legit. And so people are now actually starting to sign up at a pretty rapid pace. Awesome. Yeah. I feel with my experience, you're going to see a lot of success with your email marketing. Like that's where a lot of people with high price ticket items will see a lot of success. So um, I might have to check in with you to see how that's going in a few months. So let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little bit about search engine optimization. Uh, when you were when you were just diving into this, how much did you know about SEO? Zero. Okay, cool, cool. So you just went out, did you hire a friend? How did you find that initial company that's like, yes, we can make you shine out there on the interwebs? So yeah, you know, I went through a bidding process and it was kind of like the person who could explain to me the most won the deal. Mm -hmm. Um, And we cranked out eight months worth of 175 articles of content uh, per month. Wow. 175 articles per month. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so, so we're seriously involved in this. Now, the couple of the key mistakes that were made is the strategy that they were using now that I know was an older strategy where content was king, but it, the way that they wrote the content, they wrote it very SEO specific. So as a consumer who reads the content, it's pretty stale. Mm-hmm. So we were getting traffic to those pages and then the bounce rate was like 99%. Because nobody wanted to read it. There were no pictures. It it was just very, very, I'd say, but poorly done. Um, And so now we actually went ahead and hired an in-house writer and editor. That is amazing. Uh, We've reformatted our blog and the way it looks. We're about to reformat the resource section of what we're doing. 
We're doing a, an entire URL restructuring across the board. You know, so we're actually hitting all the different components of SEO because, you know, you have te- technical SEO, non-technical SEO, and everyone tells you that they can get you ranking on page one. But the truth is it's, it's time. You know, it's going to take time, at least from our perspective. If you have a different one, I'd love to hear it, but it's going to take time. And, you know, our organic traffic, if you go to SimRush or SimilarWeb or one of the many, many tools out there, you can see that, you know, it's growing rapidly. And that's because we're finally saying, okay, we had all this content that we produced. It was all, you know, SEO written specific, not for consumer. We switched gears. We went more consumer content, less of it, but, you know, better content. And that's really driven some change for us. And, you know, that plus what we have coming down the pipeline, URL restructuring and page restructuring, making sure that we hit all the aspects of, of technical SEO Love it. Uh, is really going to drive a big change. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if I, you don't mind me reiterating that for the audience, there's there's a, you know, content is king, but Google is has become so smart that not only Google, but the consumers that they know right off the bat that it's an SEO page that, as Tom was saying, we have to create awesome content, content that sticks out. And you can't just like go to Fiverr and hire a guy to write a few articles. Like you have to put some heart and soul in there to actually uh, close clients based on content. For sure. I think the problem that a lot of people have with SEO today is it it really is a long tail strategy, right? It's Mm -hmm. it's, it's a long-term strategy and it doesn't produce the immediate results. And I think a lot of the time, like we feel like, oh wait, I'm wasting all this time doing this today. But what you're really doing is over time, you're building the notoriety of who you are, of your knowledge base, you're positioning yourself in a niche if you're doing it right. And, you know, you're understanding the things that you need to be providing your customers. And and really, the more clicks you get, the longer people are on the page, the more they're reading it, the more they're sharing it. That's really where that growth is going to come from. It's not going to come because you got, you know, 100 keyword packed articles that the person arrives on and leaves instantaneously from. That's right. That's exactly right. And in the short term, yes, SEO is an extremely long-term game. Like you're looking to six to eight months to start seeing really awesome results. In the meantime, you can do some paid ads. You can do pay-per-click or Google AdWords and stuff like that. So there is a short-term. So that's how we usually run our customers. We do SEO in the background while we're providing traffic through paid paid means. So back to the SEO. So does that mean you're handling all the SEO in-house? It seems like you're an SEO guru now. <laughs> no, I'm definitely not an SEO guru. That said, you know, we've, uh, we hire on contract only. So <laughs> basically, you know, it's a month to month project and we work with different technical SEOs who have specific knowledge in a specific space based on an overall framework that we've decided we wanted to work on. Very um, nice. And, and, you know, like I'm never going to get stuck anymore into a long-term contract with anyone. Re- you know, results matter. So I'm not doing that again. But, you know, for us, like our organic traffic has grown dramatically from about 5% to 15% over all of our traffic. And that's uh, for what time frame? Uh, that's the last month. So Dang. Uh, well, let me say this. Like uh, over the last month and a half, we've had 35,000 sessions. And now organic is about 15% of that. And then, uh, you know, pay-per-click has dropped from 60% to 40% of our traffic. So, you know, like you said, balancing the paid with the the organic is important because no business model can survive in the current way that we are, which is, you know, paying for your traffic. If you're doing that, it's going to get very, very expensive. 
uh, and then over time you will lose. Yes. And organic traffic always converts better anyway than paid traffic, typically. So um, let's talk now about paid traffic. Let's talk about Google AdWords. Tell me about your journey with Google AdWords. So it's kind of the same journey for, for SEO. You know, we, we partnered with a marketing firm in the beginning. Uh, I was very unhappy with the results. We were just wasting money. Now we How found, much money did you waste? Uh, we spend close to $15,000 a month. Dang, you are very committed to this company. I love it so much. Uh, very much so. You know, we've got 11 employees count, counting on these jobs. So we need to hit the metrics we need to hit for our next round of funding. Okay. So pay-per-click, you, you partnered with a guy. Was it a long-term contract? Nope. It's month to month again. So it's like, okay, you know, what's your strategy? How are you going to do it? Tell me what my expectations are. And we're going month to month. And, Very nice. uh, you know, since we made that move, it's been tremendous. Brian is absolutely, you know, he's a wizard at what he does and it follows a rational strategy. It's like, Hey, we're going to start with the basics kind of here's, you know, the, the wide range we're going to go after two weeks in, we're going to cut down by half. We're going to take away all the you know, all the things that aren't converting, aren't working, aren't bringing visitors <clears throat> or maybe are bringing visitors, but they're bringing them at a really, really high bounce rate. So obviously something's off. We're going to you know, include a design element of it with my own internal in-house design team to improve our PPC pages going, you know, let's do an analysis of the competitors. Let's work through the steps. When someone types in Tampa fishing charters, what do they expect to see and how do we deliver that? You know, when someone's typing in things to do in Tampa Bay or things to do in Miami, do we want to bid on that? Is it worth bidding on that? Mm-hmm. Should we maybe focus on outdoor things to do in Miami? That that costs us less and we'll deliver on better per click, essentially. So it's taking a very detailed analytical approach across the entire spectrum from keyword choice to the amounts that you're bidding to the uh, positions that you're wanting to be in all the way to then the copy of the ad. How do you match the copy with the landing page? How do you give the customer exactly what they want? they type in Miami fishing charters, then the landing page should say Miami fishing charters. If they type in kayak fishing St. Petersburg, then the landing page should say kayak fishing St. Petersburg. That took some dev work, but now all of that's happening. So Very like, nice. our, you know, our bounce rate on a paid ad six months ago was about 85%. Today we're at 54%. Very nice. So I'm impressed, Tom, that you know, like it seems to me like you know, a fair amount about all these arms of online marketing. You know about the SEO, you know about Facebook ads, you know about Google PPC, you know about all of these. As a business owner, I'm guessing when you first dove into this, you didn't think that you were going to have to get into all the nitty gritties. Is that fair to say? Oh, for sure. Like I was hoping to delegate and be able to move on. And what I realized is when you delegate without checking in, you end up uh, wasting a lot of money. And so I had to teach myself all of these things and ask the hard questions. And when I got, you know, BS answers that were going around and around and around, I would just say, stop, just give me my answer now. I was done messing around. I'd, I'd already wasted, you know, $150,000 of my seed money self-funded. I just, I couldn't afford to do that anymore. And, and, it, and it was all due to lack of knowledge. So yes, if you're a new business owner and you're going to hire an outside firm, the first thing you go do is you go take classes in Google Analytics because you need to understand how to be able to track what they're telling you. Because they will tell you things are going great and they're improving and, oh, it's a bad month. There's a new algorithm by Google, whatever. I mean, there's a hundred reasons why things aren't working. Uh, and, and, and usually they don't even know when it is working. 
or why it's working. And so it's really understanding the why and how all the components interrelate. And so I would definitely, A, go take a class in Google Analytics and B, read a lot of research from a lot of different people. And you'll always get you know a nugget here and a nugget there and then just put it together yourself. Wow. That's really good advice. Do you have any other advice of for someone who's just diving into this digital marketing thing or maybe not seeing the success that they want to see with digital marketing? Yeah, you know, there's a, a great book uh, called Traction Channels. I forget by who it's by, but you can find it on Amazon. Uh, it's just called Traction Channels and it talks about the 19 different traction channels. And, you know, digital marketing is just one facet of all the opportunities that are out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, this the, the way they uh, they have a, a component called the bullseye effect that basically allows you to dig into the best traction channel for you over a variety of tests. So my first piece of advice is go get the book. Second is follow the steps of that book. Test a variety of different marketing, both digital and non digital. And don't let your biases get a hold of you. If someone else is super, you know, if they're doing awesome on Facebook, test it, but don't throw all your marbles in there because what you may realize is they're doing a great job on Facebook, but that doesn't mean that your company is going to do a good job on Facebook because it it comes down to so many different components. So test and learn as you go. Don't, you know, spread in the very beginning a little very tiny test across a multitude of of different channels until you dig in, eliminate what's not working and double down on what is. Nice. All right. So let's sum this up before I let you go. So you spent, I think you said this, I might be misquoting $150,000 in digital marketing before now, it seems like you're starting to see some success with it, or at least hope for some success with it. Is that, is that a good summary? Yes. Unfortunately. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. When you're, you know, for us, it was building the web page, building the UI UX was very, very critical component of what we were trying to do. Mm -hmm. Um, what I failed to realize is you can build every, as the most amazing thing you want, but unless you're focused on getting people, getting the right people to it, uh, not only are you going to waste money in design because you don't have much traffic, so you can't really test what's happening. But you're going to waste money in marketing because you're not paying attention to it. You know, you get so bogged down in, you know, perfect design and making it awesome and working so well. And when at the end of the day, like, you know, you're basically wasting your time. Like you just need to take incremental steps and be focused both on, you know, a minimum, vi- a minimum viable product as well as minimum viable marketing until you find what works and then go get, go gangbusters. Nice. That's really good advice. Okay, Tom, before I let you go, I'm going to turn the time back over to you. Tell us again where to find your website if we're in Florida or wanting to go to Florida for some really cool adventures. Yeah, you know, check us out at itrekkers.com, I T R E K K E R S.com. You know, if you're traveling to Florida, you're going to be in Florida or you live in Florida and you've been interested in getting outdoors like another 114 million people are yet don't know even where to start or what to do check us out you know we make it our business to provide the best most amazing outdoor experiences to every one of our guests we provide a 100% money back satisfaction guarantee we guarantee you're going to have a great day on the water or in the woods or camping overnight just check us out a lot of people don't understand the benefits of being outside, uh, both from a health, mental perspective, as well as just from a kicking back and letting loose. So stop trying to do it all yourself. Check us out. Use us. And trust me, 
you'll never not use this again. I love it. I love it. Well, thanks for being a guest today, Tom. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So did you enjoy that episode? Thomas was so kind to share his story on in online marketing. Hopefully you all learned some lessons. I think he gave us some, some really good tips in there. Um, again, I thank him for being so transparent. That's what we try to bring you here on the Traffic and Leads podcast. So before you go, if you enjoy the Traffic and Leads podcast, share it with a friend shoot over an email link to someone and be like, you should totally hear one click Lindsay. She's so awesome. Or uh, you could even like take a few minutes out of your day, hop over to iTunes and leave me a review. That would be super cool. But I do appreciate you listening and hopefully you learned a little something from this episode. This is one click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Mm-hmm.